Hey guys, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. If you have never been here before, uh, let me just start by saying, hey man, how's it going? You're my friend now. <laughs> um, I just got back from Nashville and as I'm listening to my voice back through my headphones, I'm going, wow, he sounds tired and low and groggy. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I just got back really late last last night and normally this podcast comes out at midnight on uh, Tuesday mornings, Monday nights. So, uh, but I had edited it on the plane and then did not do an intro. So I thought I was just like, you know what? It's coming out late today. Sorry. Um, so it's coming out a little late, just about 12 hours late, not, not days late. Uh, but this guest you know, doesn't deserve that treatment. She's wonderful. I shouldn't have made this this episode late. <laughs> she just drew the unlucky straw for the week. But uh, but either way, this guest is awesome. You're gonna love her. Her name is Cassandra Kokosius. She's an amazing percussionist, amazing human being, and I had a joy hanging out with her. And then uh, my fiance and her and I just hung out for like another hour after the podcast, t- chatting and stuff. She's just great. Um, so I really think you're going to enjoy her and she is, gonna, is here to feature some really amazing music as well. So I hope you go and support all the artists that she talks about as well because they're badasses just like her. So um, that all being said, um, I always talk a little bit about what's going on in the week for me. So I have two public things I think th- this week you can ch- come check out. I'm playing on Saturday night with like a flamenco classical style guitar player named Eric Henderson. That's uh, in a big old church hall, because that's where solo guitar sounds the best. Uh, he's playing 7.30 in Laguna Beach at the Neighborhood Congressional Church, 340 St. Anne's Drive. So if you're in Laguna Beach area on Saturday, come check that out. Um, Eric Henderson's awesome. Then on Sunday, I'm playing uh, from 1.30 to 4.30 with past guest Ben Matthews on guitar and the lovely... Lori Pasqualino, past guest friend of the show, and my current fiance. Uh, she is, uh, I say current because she is my ex-girlfriend, and she will be my future wife, and at that point will be my ex-fiance. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm playing with her and Ben Matthews at the Melrose Trading Post on Sunday from 1.30 to 4.30, which you can come out. That's on Melrose and Fairfax Avenue at that high school, Fairfax High School. So they, it's awesome. If you've never been out to that Fairfax, uh, or sorry, the Melrose Trading Post, you should definitely come check it out. It's awesome. They have so much. It's like a flea market kind of thing. And there's all this good food and there's good music provided this week by Lori and uh, Ben Matthews and yours truly. So come out and hang out. We're just going to be playing yeah, playing uh, classic rock covers and all kinds of stuff. So it'll be fun. It'll be a fun afternoon. So come check that out. 1.30 to 4.30 if you've never been there. It's a great Sunday afternoon. Um, that's it. Everything else is either private or me writing uh, music in my room. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, but yeah, uh, with no further ado, I want to get into this episode. Like I said, if you've never been here before, um, yeah, the beginning of the show starts like this. Uh, when we, I hang out with you uh, for just a moment, kind of warm you up into the show, tell you how much I love you and thanks for coming. <laughs> and then what happens is I kind of tell you what I want for the week. What I want for you is, you know, if you're lonely... I want you to have a friend or a little puppy nearby. If you're chilly, I hope you have a blanket, something comfy. And if uh, you need a beverage, you know, get that, get one handy. You know, I'm a beverage man myself, and I like to have either a cold or hot beverage almost at all times. So um, if that's what you need, get one, you know. But the most important part, the most, very most important part that you need to do right now is sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show! All right. 
another Ryan and Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. <laughs> Today's strength level is friendship. Now, I met this person that uh, that I have on the show several years ago, and we were friends uh, because we're, we're both drummers. We know a lot of the same people, and today's strength level is just straight up friendship because that's what we are. We're just, we, you, you hang out in the city long enough, and you bump into each other a bunch of times, and it's like you feel this kind of connection with each other where you know, there's a camaraderie, especially, I think, amongst drummers. And so I'm going to get to introducing this person rather than just talking about the strength level. <laughs> this person is a female. She is a badass drummer, percussionist. She is a composer of music and plays on all kinds of different people's records. She's on. Uh, she plays for Beat Mosaic. She plays for uh, Las Chicas. She's an LP artist. She's a monster. She's a, in, in the good way. In the good way. I mean monster as a positive. <laughs> um, not like a scary one or an energy drink. But uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe one of those. Uh, this is the wonderful Cassandra Kokoshis. Hello. How's it going, Ryan? <laughs> going well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks That's for having awesome. me. Of course. It's a rainy day. Yeah. Um, but Rare. it's great to have. Yeah. It's Well, it's been it's been like rainy all of this year so far. Pretty much. It's pretty great. Yeah. It is kind of like I'm tired of the rain, but I am. Um, but I know that how badly we need exactly. it. Exactly. So it's like I'm fine with it. Yes. But I do yeah. wish it would stop. <laughs> it soaks my dog. Oh, poor pup. <laughs> poor little Roop. Oh. Gets all wet. Um, so, yeah. So, I have, you know, we have so much to talk about and questions to ask and stories to tell. But the I always ask the same question at the yeah. beginning of every episode. And the reason I ask that is because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. And so, everyone knows me. They, go, they come back and they go, yeah, that's that guy again. Mm-hmm. But some of the people that are listening are going, but who's this? Cassandra Kokoshi. <laughs> you know? So my question for all my guests is just simply, hey, who are you and what are you hmm. doing here? <laughs> I like that. Just who are you? Yeah. Well, I was born in a small town. Um, I won't go that far. Well, I was, I'm, I'm a percussionist right. uh, from, originally from Muncie, Indiana. Nice. Um, there's not much there. There's Ball State University. Mm-hmm. It's north of Indianapolis. A lot of corn, a lot of cows, a lot of soybeans. Yep. And my family somehow <laughs> ended up there. Uh, and I, after that, I went to Chicago. I lived in Chicago for a while. I did my undergrad there. Um, and then I moved out to L.A. about eight and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, and love it. That's, was that, maybe you, we moved around probably around the same time. Was it 2011? 2010. 2010, okay, cool. Uh, but fall of 2010. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I moved yeah. out in the summer of 2011. Okay. Maybe, yeah, so okay. it was right after you. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, um, it's been a wild ride. I mean, it's um, <laughs> starting from Muncie, Indiana and ending up here in LA. It's like, yeah. it's night and day. And I think it's For funny, sure. my family, especially like, oh, I don't know how you live in LA. And mm. now I'm like, I don't know how I lived in Indiana, but you know, it's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's been a long journey. So that's just, that's kind of my, my trajectory. I just started there. I am a percussionist. I started with classical percussion. I wanted to be in an orchestra and then I realized, huh, I don't really want to spend hours in a practice room shedding excerpts and then maybe play them someday. Yeah. I was like, this is not doing it <laughs> for me. Maybe have a career. As yeah. much as I love that music and I respect of it course, and I think yeah. it's amazing. I was like, for me personally, the payoff it wasn't really worth the work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into flamenco music, and that's that's actually what kind of changed the trajectory of my life. Literally, like, when I heard flamenco, then I, I, I was living in Chicago at the time, got into that, started playing it, and then started doing all kinds of different stuff, which led me to come out here to L.A. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty – that's kind of my – 
That's me. I like to, uh, what else do I like to do? I like to cook. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm very into solo traveling. Yeah, um, me too. It's really, it has its challenges, but it's so great. And I always mm-hmm. feel so um, enriched after a solo trip. Um, For I fun like, or work or both? Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I love to hike and do all that stuff. I love to challenge myself physically. So I love to do really hard hikes or like, work out really hard yeah i don't know what that says about me but that's what i like to do <laughs> so it sounds like uh that's whenever i work out really hard it's because i want to like fall asleep immediately when i hit the pillow oh I mean, that's, a good <laughs> that's a, i'm too. always yeah. like i gotta wear myself down i don't know i just love that challenge of just like focusing for that period of time like yeah. really nothing else can enter your mind too sure, so you're yeah. just like doing it and I love it. Yeah, crazy focus. Hiking is fun. Hiking. Do you hike all around here? Around here a lot. I do the, yeah, I do the ones in the city. And then I like to get out a little bit. And I haven't done any of the big um, high peaks here in in California. I spent a summer in Colorado and I did a lot of like the 14ers and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Colorado's so awesome awesome. for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We just, I went to Yosemite with an old (sighs) friend of mine and Jake Harpster and we went, and we went hiking for a couple of days and it was amazing. Oh my God. It's It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I love it. And, and that's thanks to my brothers. My, both of my brothers are very into it. And yeah. so they're the ones that got me into that. So that's awesome. yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. I've been to Muncie before. You have. I, have, I went to IU. And uh, so I traveled the whole, that whole area very uh, for gigs and for, you know, for whatever, you know, friends that were from Indiana that were yes. like, invite me to their family's place or whatever. Can or you tell me your highlight of Muncie? I can't remember, to be <laughs> that honest. That seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I've been there because I, I can't remember which friend. I had a few friends that were like from there. I feel uh, like back in the day, but sure. but I just I can't remember who they. It was just a blur of yeah, you know, being in college and like oh we're having this we're party at my see. family's house this weekend or you know so we'd go <laughs> so stuff like that. But, yeah, but well, it's but I have I have set foot there for sure. Yeah, one of some of the few, and I always tell people like if you haven't. There's really no need to. Yeah, it's, it's fine. small town. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a yeah it's a Midwest. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. So ah, it's a, you know it's it's yeah. a bigger than it's a little bit bigger yeah. than Muncie, but it's still you know I know about the small towns yeah. in Kansas for sure. And yeah, it's the same kind of vibe. It's the thing with Muncie is that it I think at a certain period of time it was a really great city and there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of factories there. There was a lot going on and with the university there was great, but it kind of lost that in the 80s and 90s and it's a very unfortunately depressed city as far as uh financially and economically and it it kind of feels like that when you go now unfortunately and there's not there are a few little gems there but it's Mm -hmm. not it doesn't have that small town like the mom and pop shops that you would want it's kind of like big box stores and the school yeah and like it's unfortunate because it has that potential a lot of and i feel like a lot of that's happening a lot over around the country probably too yeah that's how it goes but, sometimes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Well, I have so many questions for you. Okay. Um, but I think before we do that, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite ways to feature artists on the show is to show music that you've been playing on that you're featured on. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be cool if we want to play a track right now. You sent me a few. Great. Um, so you, uh, let's start with the tune uh, Guajira. 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 Okay, yep. sweet. How, what, what, you want to talk about that sure. tune? Sure. So this um, this track is cool. I, I was called to do um, this track from this uh, South African flute player named uh, Vocher Kellerman. And he, um, I got called by a friend of mine, this guitarist, Adam Del Monte. He's kind of a well-known flamenco guy in the world, um, but and especially in LA, and he asked me to be on this track, and I was like, yeah, sure, okay, and I had no idea who these people were, what it was do- what I was doing there, um, 
And uh, we ended up going to this studio in T- Topanga. This mm-hmm. uh, producer, Val Garay, is his name, I okay. think. And, uh, you know, he's produced all these people. And I end up in this amazing studio recording this. And it ends up being a Grammy-nominated album. That's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, it was just kind of a crazy thing. So this, this track... Um, we did, uh, it's kind of a traditional flamenco uh, form called Wajiras, and uh, normally it has uh, singing, you know, but he, but uh, Voter did the, the flute part instead oh, okay. as yeah. a voice. So it's percussion, um, and I believe that, um, I can't remember who else contributed to the, to the track, that's terrible. Um, but well, there's often so many people. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember everybody. But anyways, it's a great track. Um, it's just very, this whole track was kind of, feature, it was featuring flute, and it was called from the album Love Languages, and he awesome. basically um, did different songs of different music from around the world depicting love, That's basically. awesome. And he's yeah. a really lovely gentleman, Voter. He's, I've uh, kept in touch with him, and he does really great stuff. Um, and yeah, that's this track. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here we go. Here's yeah. Wahila. Thank you. 
that's amazing. <laughs> we just listened to the last little bit of that, <laughs> and I can't wait to hear. Uh, for those at home, I think I've talked to people before about about this, but we don't always listen to full tracks here in the studio. But I put the full tracks on, and when I'm re-listening to this stuff, I always listen to all of it. Um, and people, like, I, everyone's always asking, like, should I just send clips? Or and I'm like, no, let's send the whole track. And then people are always worried if people fast forward through the music, and I'm like, if you do that. You suck. I mean, it's... Don't you dare. Take a listen. It's yeah, that's good. amazing. That sounds so <laughs> exciting and fun. Yeah, it's, like, it's cool. And, and this particular form, to go backtrack a little bit about it, it um, it's a, it's called an ida y vuelta form. So it's a flamenco form that has Cuban influence in it. So they utilize the cajon, which is what I played, and then they added uh, Cuban percussion to it because this form was inspired by Cuban, oh, by Cuba cool. and, and their musicians yeah. there. So it's kind of this form that was, they went to Cuba and brought it back to Spain. And that's, that's, awesome. that's the whole thing about it. So. Cool. And I also, I realized I hadn't brought down that track very, very low. So we got blasted Ooh. in the ears by that, <laughs> by right. that amazing flute. <laughs> by the flute. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're back from that. Now we're, now we're, we're, we're recuperated. Yeah. We're ready to go. Yeah. But thank you for sharing that. We have yeah. plenty more music to share. Yeah. Um, gummy bears or gummy worms? Mm, bears. Um, are you a candy fan in general? I am, but chocolate. Chocolate. I, as a kid, I never wanted the fruity things. Okay. Never interested in me. I mean, it was fine. I would like, uh, like Starburst, only the pink or red. Oh, okay. Uh, never the orange or yellow. Oh, I, um, yeah. Never. And I just, it didn't interest me. If people tried to, you know, as a kid, you know, bribe kid with candy. Yeah. The fruity stuff, whatever. Chocolate, nonstop. And as a yeah. kid, I would always order the chocolatiest thing. Always wanted chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Right. And are you um, still the same way? Do you like the... I do. I do. But now, like, as far as, like, when I go out to dinner and uh-huh. order a dessert or something like that, I will sometimes get the, the fruit-based things. Right. But yeah. it's not just the chocolate thing anymore. Yeah. You don't have to only do chocolate. No. No. <laughs> you can enjoy no. the other But as far food. as candy, still chocolate. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't want to be bothered with the And you're going stuff. for bears versus worms. In, in I'm going gummy. for bears versus worms because bear, the... Because you can pick out the colors. So I only like the red and the clear ones. Yeah. Very specific And they flavors. taste different, they right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's... I, I heard this kind of like... Um, I don't want to say conspiracy theory because it <laughs> seems a little bit too serious. <laughs> but, but somebody was saying like with Skittles and Starburst and... Uh-huh. I won't say who this was, but uh, somebody was talking to me about how... They're, they're, they don't have flavors. They just have colors and uh-huh. that they're all the same candy. But, and I, but I got really upset with this person <laughs> because... <laughs> I can I can tell the difference between skills with my eyes closed. Oh yeah, you know I'm like Starburst no. for sure. I know I'm like Lemon, what are you talking the yellow about? versus pink. Come on, crazy maniac. Please. But yeah, so I got very oh, heated. Yeah. It was a I, I, very heated I argument. I don't blame you. <laughs> I felt defended. Serious I felt business. Attacked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel that way. Um, do you feel like people break down into snake fear or spider fear mm. people? No, because I'm both. You're both. both. Oh, you don't like sure. either. Of them. No. Okay. No, thank you. Okay. Um, spiders, I'm more tolerant of, and especially the older I've gotten, I don't freak out as much as long sure. as they're like overdoing their thing. Cool. Yeah. But snakes, yeah, they're both. You're, so you don't like either. No, of those no, no, yeah. no, thanks. And I, I've run into some on on the hiking trails, and yeah, I freeze. Snakes uh-huh. or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. can make, that can get spooky. Yeah, because they're just all they're doing is normally laying across the yeah. path and warming up. Yeah, and then they hear <laughs> your, still... they hear you, and they're trying to get away. I've right. never yeah. encountered a coiled one, thankfully, right. but um yeah even when they're trying to get away i'm like oh my god but yeah. they're, they're running away <laughs> they're from running me. away they from you care. yeah well not running but <laughs> slithering away <laughs> they're running yeah. away yeah. yeah but i would say i have a fear a healthy fear of both i don't know about healthy but <laughs> but it's there a solid fear of both yes yes <laughs> okay i have a story um that i want to talk about that and it, it makes me look very dumb Uh-oh. so that's so i'm fine telling this story <laughs> 
makes me look like a jerk idiot um here's uh i don't know if you even remember this or if it even affected you in any way okay. i have no oh, idea God. but i want to talk okay. about this something that happened between us a long like many, many years ago okay so here's my side of the story uh what happened what happened so felipe fraga our uh-huh. dear friend uh-huh. uh you and i so like felipe and me and my buddy kyle trasco were playing for samba dance classes like yes. multi-times a week at that period of time. And we were like, we were hanging out so much. And uh-huh. and like, as we got closer and closer, all we were doing was ever like ribbing each other and making fun of each other uh-huh. all the time. And none of us are that type of person, uh-huh. but we're, but you just hang out for hours and hours and start, start, you know, giving each other shit all the time. Yeah. So, so there was a night um, where Felipe was like, Hey man, I'm playing on Santa Monica. I'm subbing for this band beat mosaic. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh cool. You know, I was like, sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm free. And I'll come, su- I'll come support you. So I came out and I hung out and I saw Beat Mosaic and I loved it. It was an awesome show and Felipe did great. You know, it was just, it was a cool, you know, it was, it, I can't remember. They played at a venue that I used to play at too and now it's closed now. I can't remember what it, it was Harvell's? called. Harvell's? Yeah, I think it was Harvell's. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was Harvell's. Yeah. So I came out there and I saw that and, you know, and it was awesome. And then, you know, I was like, That's awesome. And then we had, we had a couple of beers that night and then went home or whatever. And then the next time I saw Felipe, um, I can't remember what it, we, I was. So I sta- we, we were at Hotel Cafe because uh-huh. Letty Garcia had invited us to come uh, play with him that night. Yes. And so, we, so we, so, and so like all, all three of us show up. I think even some other percussionists kind of, yeah. uh, okay, I remember, but I remember the three of us specifically. And I was, I was standing there talking just to Felipe. I don't think you, we hadn't seen you yet or uh-huh. something. And, um, I was standing there talking to Felipe and, uh, and like there was a band playing they were, they were doing really, they were, it was a good band or it was the band that Lily was playing with. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and uh, like, and I just happened to say at that time, he was like, he's like, Oh, this is a great band. And I was like, yeah, way better than that beat mosaic. Like just like, just like yeah, 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 around yeah. With them. and that's when you walked up and he goes, dude, that's the band that Cassandra plays for. Like, and, so, and oh. I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was just joking, oh, you know, and so, so but funny. like, and we didn't really know each other very yeah, well, and yeah, you yeah. certainly didn't know my sense of humor, or that I was like, or that we had been like ribbing each other up to that right, moment. Right, right. But then Felipe, he just turned to, he got like, he turned to offended really quickly, and but he like that like that weekend when we went to play for dance club, uh-huh. he was cracking up that because he just like made me look like an idiot, <laughs> you know. And he's, it, it, I felt so bad because I was like, no, I love people. Oh, like he's like, I know, man, that's so so funny. That's so but I felt I felt so bad about it because you walked up and I like made fun of Beat Mosaic for no reason like that like yeah, it's totally. an awesome Give band. Me <laughs> but I felt so stupid and I wanted to publicly apologize. Oh my god! Well, first of all, I barely remember. I sort of remember that since yeah. that, but I probably got the gist that you were joking. Okay, good. Okay, I have a sweet. feeling because I'm not. I don't remember being like, oh, Ryan bashed. Beat I just remember it being like the worst, like first, because like I don't think we had really hung out at no, all. No, yeah, point. and, and like so, I remember it being that. like I was like, oh my god, first impressions are so <laughs> oh, hard. To fix. Don't worry. <laughs> and I just like made fun of this awesome man for no that's reason. So funny. But so I was just like shitting on Felipe for no reason. That's but, great. but well, that's no, he needs that sometimes. Yeah. But so it was just oh man, it sucked. And then to have him like gloat about it the next weekend about how stupid. <laughs> I was like, damn, I know, dude. That's classic. But uh, I had to apologize for that. I just, well, you know. No apologies necessary, <laughs> but thank you. But, you know. I know it's one of those things, too, where it's like, it's it's obviously more in my head than in yours. Totally. Over, that you know, to but, like, <laughs> I hate that kind of yeah. crap where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And then um, bring it up and they're like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm such an, an empath that I feel like I, like, yeah. yeah. I do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So. I get it. Well, I had to well, tell that story publicly. So <laughs> I really like Beat Mosaic. Oh, they're fun. It's a fun band. It's a fun band. <laughs> and I didn't mean to make it fun of it in front of you for the first time we met. It was ridiculous. That's all right. but, That's all right. um, but that is a funny story. That's great. Um, are you a grilled cheese fan? 
Yes, of course. What kind? Are you this uh, like a simple, straightforward mm. grilled cheese? What, I mean, or do you like all the toppings and stuff? Sometimes I want simple, but sometimes I want I want the tomatoes inside. Yeah. Or some bacon or mm-hmm. prosciutto or pancetta in it. Yeah. And like I like to mess with some fun cheeses. Yeah. It just depends. But sometimes I want a classic cheddar, plain white bread dipped into tomato soup. Exactly. That's yeah. Something about that is yeah. there's a such a, I have such a soft spot for yeah. like that diner grilled cheese, yes, you know, kind yes. of thing. Or just cheese and bread and I mean, nothing else. I won't it's do so that. I probably have that every day, which is probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cheese and bread, not necessarily grilled cheese. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, cheese and bread is oh. it's so good. Yeah, Man. I think maybe maybe desert island food. I don't know. I don't know. That che- like che- grilled cheese or no, just cheese, cheese in general. Cheese and bread in like general. Good like bread charcuterie thing. Yes. Yeah. I'm a huge charcuterie fan. If we just have that stuff out all the time. It's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think about that. The only problem I think with grilled cheese, especially in LA, I don't know how this is in other cities, mm-hmm. but like every restaurant has a grilled cheese now. You know, all these fancy restaurants. And, and I can't believe the price went. It's insane. Of these grilled, it's like, because I don't it's care. Cheese and bread. <laughs> I don't care about the. I, I'm not going to spend $15 on a grilled cheese, and I, I'm sure it's great. But it's like, no. No. And I can buy that stuff at home and do, you know, put some fig jam and brie or whatever. Sure, exactly. Like, yeah. We do that ourselves. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. baloney. I'm not a big fan of getting... There's a... What is it? Kitchen 24? You know that place Yeah, over of course. In, yeah. They uh-huh. have a... It's like called the after school special and it's like grilled oh. cheese and kind of a spicy tomato soup. Ooh. Super basic, but so good. Yeah. And that's the only place out that I like grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to... Th- I feel like I had a good grilled cheese somewhere, but I can't remember where it was. And I only liked it... I, I, I was just, I only got it because it was like $3 or yeah, something. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, that makes sense. Exactly. That, it's worth $3 yeah. at a restaurant and have a grilled cheese somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that does happen sometimes. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. Um, I always ask, so whenever I have a badass percussionist who happens to be a female <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my studio for this show, I always ask about that phenomena, like, <laughs> and how that, how you feel about that. Yeah. Like, the female drummer thing that gets listed all the time. It's, it's interesting. Um, you know... When I first started playing percussion when I was 11, I was, of course, the only girl in band with all the, all the, all the boys yeah. um, putting up with them. Although I, I grew up with two brothers, so I'm kind of used to that dynamic. Yeah. Um, and then as I got older, um, I started meeting a few more and more women who played, and some of them are dear friends of mine. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, you know, there are definitely the challenges. There are definitely things like... Um, I, I hate to sound, sometimes like, you know, when you meet a colleague and you give them their phone number as colleagues, they sure. think that it's something else. Oh, right, right. There's that aspect yeah. where That's you're like, no, really not yeah. dude, like we're colleagues. Yeah. That's all, like we're exchanging <laughs> yeah. numbers because you're a fellow, like, yeah. and that gets a little much. And I don't, you know, I think that's a unique experience to, sure. to what happens. I think that also. And that's kind of to women in any field. In any field. And it's just, like, it's annoying. And yeah. it's like, come on, like I. You would know, but anyways, (laughs) whatever. Uh, You would know if I liked you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, sorry to go straight to that. No, no, that came to mind. Of course. Um, and then um, you know, often like dudes will come up, oh, you don't see that often, and it's like, well, yeah, you're seeing it more and more now. Yeah, you do see it. Yeah, yeah. you do. Like, if you open your eyes, there are quite a few of us out there. Yeah. Um, I think a, a big thing that I've really been trying to to make sure is that. Because for some reason, women can be so horrible to each other. And okay, I think it's sure. the way that that we're raised, the way that we're told to compare ourselves to others, the way that we're... And I and I myself have been guilty of this too, of mm-hmm. like being like, oh, well, she does this. And, and it's like, yeah. no, we're in this together. Let's support each other. Let's build each other up. Like, it's hard enough as it is. And yet yeah. there are challenges and there's the whole, you know, there's there's the Me Too stuff. There's There's so many things that we have to deal with. Like, let's... 
support each other and be super proud uh, when we see another woman playing. But of course, I'm also super proud when I see my guy friends playing too. It's of course like, and that goes the same way with like fellow percussionists that are guys too. Like instead of being like, oh, well, they don't deserve this or they don't, you know, right? like if they're a great person, go do it, man. Exactly. So that to me is number one. Mm -hmm. If they're a great person, male or female, like kick ass, that's awesome. And I think that's what's so important. And, and I'm really trying to push when I meet another female percussionist because I feel like still sometimes there's this vibe like, oh, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. You like play checking your, each yeah. other out. Uh-huh. Like, what do you do? Well, yeah, instead yeah. of being like, yeah, sweet. Like, let's, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or let's do some stuff together. Or, oh, that's awesome. You're doing it. I'll, you know, share it. Like, I think that that's so important. Yeah. With women, but also amongst percussionists, too. Um, yeah, it's one of those weird things because it's like you it's weird to say female drummer before because it's like you don't want to like call attention to that that aspect right, of it you right. just wanna, you, all you want people to see you is, as is a badass percussionist right, right. Or, but like but there's, there's also something about celebrating it Absolutely. in order to normalize it and stuff like that too so Absolutely. it's this weird thing yeah yeah and it's great i mean i think that i have so many amazing female percussionist friends now that i yeah. like it's yeah, awesome. me too yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why it's so weird i hate there, there's nothing like gets under my skin worse than like when, when you're on like those musician referral yep. groups or something like that and you see like need a sexy you know oh, girl in her mid-20s percussionist on. to back us up or whatever you know, and it's just like dude fuck yeah, off no. man like i hate that no. stuff so much and, and actually this pretty, i had a very interesting gig once um and i will not use any names yeah. but <laughs> I was doing a, an event with my cousin who's a guitarist and a pianist. And it was a trio. It was me and Cajon and him on guitar and piano. And uh-huh. we were playing this kind of like bluegrassy thing. And it was a bunch of different acts. It was a benefit for something. And there was a guy there who had a band. And I remember seeing the female percussionist. And I was like, and this was one of my first gigs in L.A. So this right. was a very welcome to L.A. gig. Yeah, yeah. And I see her and I'm like, oh, sweet. How awesome. And I keep trying to get her eye contact. I'm trying to like... And she won't look at me. And we had done our sound check already. And they were setting up. And she just won't look at me. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is she being such a bitch? Like, come on. (laughs) So anyways, we leave. Came back. And we started watching the show. And we we were on later. So we were sitting out in the audience watching. And I was watching her play. And I was like, huh. What's your, her, how her hands are moving is not what I'm hearing through the track. Oh. What I'm hearing through the speakers. Right. And I realize she's playing to a track. Uh-huh. And I'm like, so I get up, I went backstage and I'm looking and she's fake drumming. She's airplane. Not even, not even, she's not even a percussionist. Like, right. Clearly just a beautiful woman who is up there and she's like kind of like fake playing. I wish I could show on the radio. Like she's just like <laughs> flapping her hands yeah. and she took a fake solo. He was like, and so-and-so on congas. And she takes a fake solo that's on the track. Oh my going. God. And it was so unbelievable. And I'm sitting there like, oh, oh, that's why she didn't want to yeah. look at me. Of course. So yeah. I really, you know, in retrospect, I wish I would have gone up and be like, hey, can you show me, show me that solo. So yeah, show me, show me some did. of those licks. What's your technique? <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And I was like, oh, that's why she didn't want to talk to me. Cause yeah. like, yeah, it, it was ridiculous, and I was like, ah, there's that. So that there's that aspect. That it's so frustrating, yeah. and I mean, that's for anybody though, male or female, course, that happens yeah. all the time. And oh yeah, that would make me mad uh, if I was like, it's just I'd be like, yeah, what the heck? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was absurd, and it was so like, and this guy, it was like, there was a guitarist in that group that had the long hair, and I, I'm yeah. pretty sure there was a fan strategically placed so his hair would hair be flowing. Gone. Like yeah. it was absurd, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. But anyway, that's so awesome. that was my. But anyways, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I think that it's really great to see what all the women out there are doing. 
And I think it's becoming a thing like, okay, we're just fellow percussionists. It's cool. But yeah. But I think because there's still those challenges that we have to overcome, I think celebrating it is for now yep. still important. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like try not to make a thing out of it. And yeah. sometimes people are like, oh my God, it's so cool what you do. And I'm like, I can't imagine doing anything else. This is what I do. Like I, I'm not a horn player. I'm not a, any, like this is all I do. So thank you. I think it's really cool that you think that, but I'm also like, I, I don't know what else I would do. This is like percussion to me was just such a like. It just became what I what I did. It yeah, became same. who just, I am. Yeah, There's never and like a discussion or yeah, talking about it. It's yeah. just, it just happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Yeah. That's yeah, that's very it's it's one of those frustrating things. But I like to talk about it yeah, when no, I have when I have talk. somebody in, in yeah. here because it, you know, it's it affects everybody in a weird way. And it's but I think it's it's not just percussion it's no, in any no. any any kind of field where the, that kind of thing where that were used to be a man's club yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. like no, that you know. So I think I, I guess the point is that we're all just excited for it to be yeah. completely normalized. Yeah, finally. <laughs> so we don't and have to celebrate there. it. Yeah. We can just be like, no, it's just how it is. Man. Exactly. It's, yeah, I have way too many badass percussionist friends that are that happen to be female. Right. You know, and, the, the, and they get so much. I see like posts about them online. And it's like, and girl drummer, or female drummer. And it's like, what the hell? Why do you say that? Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, just say her. It's like, awesome. I feel like Sheila E. has kind of. Yeah, she's no one says female percussionist Sheila. They're just like Sheila, badass yeah, yeah, drummer. Yeah, she's just yeah. She and that's it. what I want for everybody. That's yeah. what I want. Like she's. And well, she became a pop star in her own right yeah. too. So that was like, then she just stopped. Everyone stopped. Just then, it's just her. She's, she's just, just fucking like, awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Can I swear on this? Of course, yeah. Okay. Uh, the show is rated explicit. Great. Not okay. because we get, you know, uh, no. really horrible or raunchy or anything. Okay. It's just <laughs> but, uh, you know, entertainers and stuff, and they got to be able to cuss <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, it's all good. Okay. Um, d- did you get a lot of bedtime stories when you were young? Oh, yeah. Do you remember any of oh, them? Oh, yeah. So, I, my family's Greek. I was, I'm raised in a one. I'm 100% Greek. I'm third generation, but 100% Greek. Everyone always wow. married Greeks. Yeah, it's yeah. It's pretty crazy. In, in Indiana, they all yeah. found each other. Well, Indiana slash Chicago, but okay. Yeah. Um, so we used. My dad used to um, read us Greek mythology. Oh, but cool. he would also tell us stories as Princess Cassandra and Prince Ted and Prince Angelus. But as if we were the characters in mythology, yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah. I would hear these stories later on about like. Athena and I'd be like oh wait but that was Princess Cassandra and no it was actually Athena's story so he would like put that's our awesome. it was yeah. really great that's really so awesome so now actually all almost all of my friends who have babies now I there's a specific um Greek mythology book I think I don't know how to pronounce the 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 author it's like it's a, it starts with a D. It's a French name, Delaires or something like uh-huh. that. And it's a Greek mythology book. And I always get my friends that when oh, they wow. have babies because I just like want everyone so to grow up. Yeah, with that's it. awesome. And it's, well, that, what a good way to like make you feel strong and yeah, awesome too. Like yeah, you put your name on like totally. the Athena, all these awesome like Greek. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah. That's awesome. It was really cute. <laughs> You're I, like, I that's not that Athena. Part. That's me. That's, that's me. That was Princess Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Cassandra is a character in Greek mythology. So. She had her own stuff. She's yeah. pretty cool too. She was a psychic. Oh, she denied the advances of Apollo. She was like, "No, thank you, man." And no. he cursed her so that no one would believe her. So she could tell the future, uh-huh. but no one would believe what she said. So she actually foresaw the Trojan horse. Oh, and she was telling them, and and everyone's like, "No, nah, nah, I don't believe you." you. And she's like, "I told okay. you so." Yeah, there you go. stupid so Apollo cursed me. Apollo, damn that Apollo. Jerk. Yeah. Freaking uh, jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> Speaking of bedtime stories, mm-hmm. what about pajamas? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do you think maybe proper pajamas is that just for kids? 
No, absolutely. I love pajamas. Yeah. I so love you have having... sets like oh, uh, yeah. like pajama sets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I'm all about the comfy pants and like I yeah. love the sets. I, I always feel like I don't always wear them. Sometimes it's just like sweatpants and, and t-shirt. But like sometimes I love like putting on a pajama set. Yeah. I feel, like, like out of the shower. Totally. Like, you know, like all clean. Totally. Fresh new sheets. Like I, a love yeah, I love it. I love it. And like around Christmas, of course. I oh, have, yeah. I have some Christmas PJs. Yeah, that's good. They're yeah. very... <laughs> the one I have my... My cousin got it for me. This shirt says "Fleece Navidad." Oh, that's and good. It has sheep yeah. all over it. It's adorable. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I love PJs. That's awesome. And yeah, we talk about that because I mean, during the winter, I do like pajamas. Yes. Yes. You know, and then then when it's hot, oh, it's no, just like no, forget it. everything. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing any of that stuff. Yeah. But but yeah, it's something very cozy about that. It is. It's just nice. It feel yeah, I feel like. There's there is a onesie craze right now. I feel like I haven't taken part. I have in. not. I feel like I'd be a little claustrophobic in that. Yeah. It just my friends got into the Fijays. Fijays. So it's like the bottom half of a onesie. So okay. It's, it's fleece pant with the with foot, the foot on it. On it, and there's That's a not... hole so that you can not have the foot on. Yeah. Even those, I feel a little like trapped. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That sounds better than the onesie yes, to me. The full, yeah. Because I always think about just having to use the bathroom exactly, in a onesie. Go really badly. <laughs> to like get completely yeah, naked in the at middle that of point. the night, like <laughs> take no, all your clothes off, to no, use the restroom. It's like, no, ridiculous. I don't want to do that. So. No. <laughs> and also look like a dinosaur or something. Also, I mean, it would be fun, just like the novelty of it, walking around, like sure. going out somewhere in like a penguin onesie. Yeah, that is special in a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So um, we're going to go into segments and games now. Okay. Um, but before we do that, okay. I think it's a good time to do another tune. Great. If you're down. Yeah. Uh, so this is a tune you said called is called Love Carries. Love Carries. This what's is about, a What's going song. on with that tune? So this song, our band, uh, band leader, Mike Mason, he's kind of the creator of this band and one of the main composers, wrote this song when gay marriage was passed, when gay marriage oh, became legal. Yeah. And the song, um, the the chorus of the song is "Love carries you higher, carries you further. Love sets you free," and it's a really beautiful song. To me, it's one of my favorite songs of Beat Mosaic, and um, uh, it kind of became, you know, he originally wrote it for that, but it kind of became, especially with everything going on in the world these days, it kind of yeah. became an all-encompassing like we just have to love each other and support each other from wherever we are, whether you're from another country, from another culture, from you know, it, mm-hmm. we. So this song kind of became very special to us. Um, we actually um, did a music video of this song, and it just kind of incorporated lots of, like, colorful. We had confetti. We had all of our friends come, and we were all dancing and hanging out, and it was just, like, a really positive song. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. It's uh, just kind of, a, kind of a disco funk tune. Um super fun to play on congas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was having a good time, and... Actually, sang a little bit in it, a little background vocals, which cool. for me is always scary, but yeah. always get a challenge. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Sweet. Well, here's Love Carrie.
Mosaic, yeah, happening. Ryan's favorite band. I feel like I'm gonna get like text messages about that now. Now yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna like send you all kinds of yeah. mosaic stuff. Hey, your favorite band's yeah. playing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. No, that's awesome. And I also want to give a shout out to the 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 lead singer, uh, yeah. Aaron Horton, Aaron Monique Horton. She's awesome a killer, and one yeah. of my favorite yeah. human beings. And her voice is just so great. And just like when you see, she's so beautiful. When you see her in the video, like everything about her, she's yeah. just she is there a video for that one for for this this okay awesome cool awesome cool so people should check that out out, yeah um yeah i think when you were talking right before we played that talking about that phenomena of like a tune that starts encompassing other ideas and stuff it's Uh such an awesome thing about music but i was like we've talked about it on this show a lot because of a friend of mine who's been on a couple times named braxton Mm -hmm. who he 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 wrote a song about uh, called on columbine which is about school shootings and stuff uh but but like that it's a similar story to that where they wrote it years ago, with, like after Kalman stuff was happening, and then but then like it, it kind of evolved, and then in order to get funding for like recording it, then that took a while. Then they then they made a video for it, and then that went viral. Wow. And then people at the time, this is like five or six years ago, were going like, "Man, what a what a crazy like this is a perfect time to have released this track." Yeah. But they were like. Well, we wrote it like so long ago in hopes that it would not be a perfect time now. Right, right. You know, and like now people still like still gets like accolades now. That's cool. And it's one of those, th- it's fresh. It's like on one hand, I'm like, good for you, dude. That's awesome. You're, you're like the tune's killing or whatever. But at the same time, you're like, God, I wish that the subject Especially matter would like, yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's this weird thing. but No kidding. And I, and I hope that this song for me, that song is just very... I, I, and in, uh, in kind of conversely to that one, like sure, yeah. hopefully it's just going to be one of those things that sticks around as a reminder of how important it is to love each other and, yeah. and support each other. And well, and it had such a good like antithesis for why it became a song. So yeah. I mean, like so it, yeah. the fact that it was about that and yeah. then, then to evolve over time on just being like way more encompassing, especially in, yeah, like you said, today's <laughs> <These days. laughs> today's wacky world that oh, we're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, love is important. That's so yes. awesome. Uh, well, cool. Well, then it's time for our first segment. This is a little segment called The Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. Hey, Cassandra. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Thank you. Thanks for having me in Compliment Corner. <laughs> so what happens in the Compliment Corner is uh, I will look you in the eye and give you a compliment that I mean. And you'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. I love it. How's that sound? I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I invented this game clearly because of the same subject that we were just talking about. It's a weird, dark world out there, and it's nice to just remember that, you know, hey, it's nice to feel a compliment or give one out and practice that, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. nice. So that's what we do here in the Compliment Corner. All right, well, are you ready to go? Let's do it. All right. So, well, <laughs> welcome to the Compliment Corner. I'm Ryan. Oh, I'm Cassandra. Very nice. Very nice. We always handshake. Yes, uh, I do important. like to have nice manners here in yes. the corner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So first, I have a comment for you, but I first want to tell a short story to give more of a picture of the kind of person you are, <laughs> which is that we, we scheduled this recording, and then on the day that we scheduled it last week, it, you spaced it. 
and forgot, which is it's not you're not the first person, and it's, uh, it's and it's no big deal. Makes me um, We just rescheduled it, and I uh, I just spent the time editing the, this week's upcoming podcast, so it's all good. Didn't matter. It was it, no problem. But like, but we rescheduled to the day, and then you came in with a bottle of old Rasputin for me as a as a as like a, <laughs> as a, an apology the gift. It was so nice. You did not need to do Aww. that at all. So, and I think that sh- that shows into your character. Um, and so my comment for you is that you're in, you're incredibly gracious, which is easy to tell just in the way you walk around. Um, and I and I can say that from because we've run into each other. We haven't had a great deal of time to just like hang together, but we run into each other often, and it, it's always like this very genuine moment. And uh, and then that. that the feeling that I had when you showed up and you're like with an apology of old respite, which is such an awesome <laughs> gift. Uh, it was just, it was just such a cool thing. That's just, it says a lot about your character. And I think that you're a very admirable and gracious person. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Of course. Well, to flip that back at you, I would like to say, we'll bring up my spaciness again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are so kind and gracious and, and forgiving and understanding. And I appreciate that from you. Not only in my spaciness, but um, <laughs> just in all around. Every time that I always see you, you're always so like, you know, yeah, we haven't hung out a lot, but you're always like, hey, it's so great to see you. And it's always so genuine. And I always appreciate that because I, especially in the city, sure. that doesn't often happen. And, and it's always like either a NAM or some gig or yeah. something. And it's always like so wonderful to see. I'm like, oh, it's Ryan. This yeah. is so great. And <laughs> and it's funny because I feel like we've hung out more, but we, have, we haven't. We haven't. We just had like, like a few little things. Here when we haven't had a lot of like one-on-one time. Yeah. Um, but, we, yeah. but I think one thing that increases our like feeling like we know each other is that we the times that we have we've always gotten like play yeah and so and that always brings you closer together yeah. like you know just like i feel like that's musicians meet each other the yeah. most through that like jamming and playing music together exactly. and stuff and exactly so those times where like felipe and you and i would jump up with letty or something have been really fun yeah. or, like you know and i remember that not at hotel cafe particularly like the crowd was going crazy and had a great time and yeah. we're all like oh all those percussions are so, awesome. all letty so i think we had enough of those like kind of high yeah. experiences together where it's like yeah it just you just know your friends totally you know? exactly Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and thank you for being such an awesome friend in drumming and in life too. Yeah, yeah. man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Yay. that's been the compliment quarter. Oh, the compliment quarter was wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next game. Uh, this is a little. This can always be a little bit risque. So we'll okay. just we'll just play. But this is a game called Read Your Last Text. You have to. <laughs> oh God. Read your last text. You have to. You have to. <laughs> this is a crazy game, um, and I'll go first because I don't want you to feel like I'm just like trying to dig into your text messages. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, but uh, but it's it, uh, it can be anything, whether you sent it or received it, and as long as it's not between you and me going like, oh yeah, park here uh, or whatever. I was gonna say that <laughs> like was probably the last one. <laughs> uh, but so I'll go first, so you don't feel like you're on the text. I won't say whether it's I sent it or received it, and you get no context. Okay. Okay. This says, I look much angrier than I felt. <laughs> I don't know if I sent that or if somebody sent that to me. That's the last text in my... So I have to guess if you... No, it, oh. it, we, don't, we can talk so, about it, but I can't look, give any context. You I know? look much angrier than I felt. Have you ever had that feeling? I feel like it's probably the reverse. <laughs> You're like, much angrier than you look. Yeah, exactly. I think that's probably more that happens to me. Although I don't have a good poker face, so I think that like okay, yeah, that when people annoy me, 
you can tell, but yeah. I also like will be like, hey, how's it going? And then be like, motherfucker. Yeah. Depending on situation. So that's how that, that's how my fiance Lori is like yeah. that. She has no poker face. So yeah. it's like people are like just from her face are like, oh, she's pissed. When especially <laughs> on stage, which I'm t- I should uh-huh. work on this. Oh yeah. If something goes wrong or someone's doing something stupid or the whole thing is stupid, you yeah. can kind of tell. <laughs> or face. the whole thing is that, happens, that certainly does right? happen. Yep, yep, yep. Right? That totally happens. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have a poker face sometimes. Oh. But uh, yeah, I look much angrier than I felt. Which, I look yeah. much angrier than I felt. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That happens. That's, that happens. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> All right. What's yours? All right. Um, well, I mean, the actual... Let's see. I keep listening to Vicente Garcia. I love his music. Mm. Mm-hmm. Little plug for Vicente yeah, Garcia. Yeah. And this is this new artist that I my friend just introduced me to. Okay. And... He told me about it a couple of days ago. Actually, the reason why I spaced, I was helping my friend out. Yeah. The whole story. Right, right. Um, he was the one that told me about Vicente Garcia, and, I, nice. and I've been listening to him nonstop. So I texted him. I keep listening to Vicente Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh like, well, you just gave the context. That's okay. It's okay. That's okay. I this game That's up okay. <laughs> you lost the game, but you, game, you shared a great one. story. <laughs> Check out Vicente Garcia. I have no affiliation with him. He's just amazing. He's awesome. What, kind of st- what style? He's uh, Dominican, and he kind of does like a... <sighs> kind of like rootsy type thing and he does kind of a lot of there there's some like bachata and merengue in it but there's also just like it's just beautiful and the lyrics are beautiful and the songs are beautiful sure. and he has an album that came out in 2016 that i keep listening like non-stop that's awesome so i lost yeah, the game but you gained vicente garcia exactly You're so we're all world. winners in this way <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, awesome. i messed up the game <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a game that's a bar- it's kind of a very simple game. It's okay. <laughs> barely there. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Like, there's no real winner or loser in this game. Okay. Well, can I say? Okay, what if I didn't say it was me? If I just see, I keep listening to Vicente Garcia. I love him. What comes to mind? Uh, well, I mean, because that was that's the thing is it could either way you guys are talking about Vicente Garcia right. and, and how much one of you loves him. Right. So it's got to be good. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, so when it's a straight plug like that, that's just helpful to the listener. There you go. Helpful to me. Check this person right. out. <laughs> it's like candidly, you know, that's a, what, what do they call it? Secondhand compliment kind of, or, yeah, or like where, where you don't hear it directly from the person, but you oh, get, but you hear a compliment about yourself. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are often the best kinds. Yeah. Like when you hear that somebody said something nice about you, it's nicer than, almost than hearing it directly from that person. You're like, True. Oh, they're talking, Talking good about me behind my back or whatever. It feels good. True. <laughs> so That's maybe true. it was good for Vicente Garcia. Yeah. Maybe he's listening and going, like, oh. Yeah. The random Dominican <laughs> artist listening. You never know. You never know. I have listeners all over, uh, like in Mexico City. And yeah? Dublin. I got an email that was like, you got a large listener base in Dublin and Mexico City. What's up, Dublin and yeah, Mexico City? Yeah, I was like, City? whoa, okay. I don't wow. know why. <laughs> why do all you right. guys like me? That's well, awesome. I'm half Mexican, so maybe that's some, That's Maybe awesome. they sniffed me out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they know. But the Dublin thing, I've That's been there, cool. I guess, but no, just recently. But That's great. But I don't know why why they would like me. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. Well, what's uh, up, knows? Dublin and, and Mexico City? That's so who awesome. knows? There could be a Dominican following of some great. sort. Great. Well, then... <laughs> Hola a todos. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, sweet. That's been that game. And the next game we're going to play is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. When you get involved by the human race, what you going to say? Get your dang butt out of my face. So in Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face, this game, we don't always play the same games every week, but Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face is probably one of the ones we play the most because people just like it. That's okay. fun. And and the thing about it is it seems like, especially after Comment Corner, which is such a positive time, um, 
get your dang butt out of my face seems kind of like negative, but it's not. It's a way of airing our grievances, you know, thinking about something that has been irking your chain or pissing you off in some way and telling it to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face. Uh, I can't with this game. Have you ever, do you go to comedy shows? Sometimes. Sometimes. And yeah. you know how like they're small places Yeah. and there's a two drink minimum, right? Yeah. So you sit down. But, you know, wherever you're seated, and then the, the waitress comes around and gets your orders and then brings you a drink, and then 15 minutes go by or something, and then all of a sudden, she's coming back for that second drink order, you know? And she's taking everybody's orders, and then who knows, throughout the night, this could happen several times, and you're ch- trying to watch the good comedy, you spent your hard-earned USD dollars, right? and all of a sudden, you got a button in your face. <laughs> It's so true. So that's a, that's an old. Oh. It's a, when I first started the show. It was one of those things that was a pet peeve of mine at the time. Even though it's it's they're just doing their job. Right. They, they can't. There's right. no way to get around. Right. It, you know. Right, right. Right. But you know, it's like I'd rather watch the good comedy than the the button in my face. Fair. You know, that's Fair. just me being honest. I get it. I like <laughs> so, it. So okay. again, I'll go. I'll go first so that you can have time to think since okay. I put you on the spot. Okay. Um. Okay, my uh, mine is this thing. So, like we, we mentioned at the top of the show, is it's been raining like crazy, right? And it's mm-hmm. also been chilly yeah. in LA. It's been actually cold. Yeah. I mean, not obviously not not you know insane negative degrees and stuff like no that. But it's vortex. been cold. No yeah. polar vortex. But that's exactly what I want to talk about. Oh. Is this damn polar vortex? Because <laughs> when I, I like you know I I. Uh, I like I like 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 this whole game. The point of it is to get something off my chest, and like you know, so I don't. I don't really complain about stuff that that often, but something about mentioning the cold that like that we're experiencing, somebody always has to chime in and go, "Yeah, but at least it's not the polar vortex." Mm. Oh, so did I just do what you? <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't like scold me for mentioning the cold. You just said like the polar right. vortex. You know, but people do that. Mm-hmm. Will they be like, "Yeah, but don't complain. Like at least you don't have to be in yeah, the polar yeah, yeah. vortex." And I'm like, "No, I grew up in the Midwest. I did the best thing possible for me and moved." To where it would be sunny and warm. And now this is what I'm getting? <laughs> I'm like, who do I... Now it's actually starting to get sunny. Now. I know, it's like the sun <laughs> is like literally just now coming out. <laughs> but, uh, but like, uh, you know, I want to know who to write to get my money back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I hate that when people, you know, it's like, I, I get it. I get it. Of course I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm not in the polar vortex. I did that on purpose, you know? But I can still complain that I'm chilly and don't want to be cold or that it's rainier and I'm all soaking wet or that Rupert gets all wet on our walks and he tracks, you know, water in and then I have to mop the floor and all yeah, that, you know, it's it. annoying. I get it. And so, I, you know, I've been, if I, so my, my, I guess who I'm really pet peeved about today or, or irked, my, my chain has been fully irked are people <laughs> that like scold me about it, you know, like complaining about the cold that we're experiencing when it's not as bad as the cold in the right. Midwest. So, hey, you guys that are rubbing my nose in the fact that I'm not in the polar vortex, hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Amen. I hear that. <laughs> I think it's funny that with that, you know, people always think, though, that L.A. especially is, like, always sunny and always beach weather. Sure, yeah. And I think it's funny when you see uh, people come here in the winter and they'll be wearing, like, flip-flops and sundresses. Yeah, and you're like, honey, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cold. It's, it's cold, cold here. Yeah. It's like... You wouldn't dress like this if it was this type. Of, well, maybe I guess people in Indiana when it's fifty. That's true. Yeah, I, like that. there's a thicker skin to people that <laughs> yeah. live there all the time. Yeah, that's because my mom used to make fun of me when I come back from California. Mm-hmm. It's like during the winter, I'd be, and, I'd be, and I'd, I would freak out about how cold it was. She's like, you used to run around in t-shirts and shorts, and I'd yeah. be yelling at you to put a coat on. You know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm different. Now. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Although I, I like to ski, so I do put myself through that every okay. now and then. Yeah. But. Through like that, shorts. That's, and that's for an activity. Yes. And, and you get moving. hot. Yeah, you get yeah, hot. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a workout too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, but it's just, you know, the cold is not, I'm not a fan. No, you know? no, I hear you. I hear you. So when it creeps in, it's kind of like my, like, so, uh, I, I didn't even talk about how I feel about spiders earlier. Oh, yeah. But like, I, when I'm outside and I see spiders, I don't really care. I love camping and hiking mm-hmm, and I don't really mm-hmm. mind spiders being there. That's their mm-hmm. turf. I'm right. on their turf. But when I see a spider in my home, it, I get, I get so, I, I've, it's, I have a really bad problem with arachnophobia and I, and I freak out. It freaks me out. Yeah. And I can't handle So it's like, so it's something about, you know, so maybe it's that same kind of phenomenon. Like the cold creeps into this otherwise sunny, yeah. you know, yeah. no rain. And I'm like, ah, stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> I get that. I get that. So I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's just when things are not what they should be yes. in my mind, I get a little creeped out. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's my turn to Yeah, your now, turn. Huh? What's your what's okay. your problem? Uh, you're going to kind of laugh at this. <laughs> kind of has to do with a little bit what you talked about. So okay. I, I live in North Hollywood and I love to go on walks and walk around. But there is this phenomenon of people letting their dogs shit all over the sidewalks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it. I don't have a dog right now. I grew up with dogs. I have cats. Mm-hmm. But I love dogs. But clean up the shit. Like, yeah. And then it gets smeared everywhere. And if you're not paying attention, you step in. And it's just like yep. everywhere. And we're all in this together. And we all want to go on walks. Like clean up. Clean up, clean after, up your dog. after your dog. Yeah. Um. And I even, like, I'm not even, I mean, still you should clean it up if it's in the grass, but especially if it's on oh, the Oh, yeah. Especially. You shouldn't even let your dog, like, you need to steer your dog to the grass. Exactly. If they're going to get, exactly. you know. And I, it happens to, if you're, like, in a, on a big major street and there's no grass anywhere and your dog's going to poop. Like, right. I get that. Right. But it you happens. pick it up. Pick it up. So yeah. that's, that's my, get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. That, that would be, that would be that one. I have one more. I have two, two things to vent about just because it recently happened. Do it. Is, with a when you have when you're booking this is a music thing when you're booking a large band mm-hmm. and you want them to pay play a three hour party and it's seven piece band one hundred dollars is not going to cover it oh yeah no <laughs> and when if you think that that's okay get your dang about out of my face oh hell yeah like that's a, one you like, meant one hundred dollars for the whole band for the whole band oh my god yes sir that doesn't even co- no. cover gas no. for the thing what in the heck yeah and they're like but free drinks I'm like I don't drink no. that much like yeah. or I'll just drink at home and drink yeah, delicious that's things free. yeah that's, yeah exactly come yeah. on oh yeah so that, that did that happen recently yeah happened? like just yesterday somebody somebody, somebody tried to book, book us oh my god and and it was kind of funny my friend I wonder if I hundred dollars she wrote this hilarious thing. That said, I want to I want to share this because it was brilliant. She said, um, she didn't like buy our album and play it. Well, she she didn't send this, but (laughs) I wish she would have. She said, thanks for reaching out. Um, Blah blah blah. Unfortunately, we have taken a step back from gigging much for the time, which is not totally true. Mm -hmm. For one hundred dollars, I would suggest getting a high school student to DJ from a Spotify playlist. That is exactly right. Isn't that great? That's something similar. Ha- God, I, I I could talk. I think we could talk about this yeah. phenomena all day long. Yeah. Uh, this happened to me uh, like last year. Um, I got contacted by this uh this dance company that was doing a huge show, mm-hmm. and they want and they needed a drummer that could put together like like fifteen uh, like African style drummers, mm-hmm. and they they had this big like African number. They wanted like all these drummers. They wanted like swarm the crowd and the and the stage with drummers. They want you know, and they so they're like we want. Everyone have djembes, but then we want like a small group of like five drummers to play throughout the rest of the show, different styles like Brazilian and African and stuff like that. So I was in my brain. I think I even wrote your name down on that list. Like I, t- I uh, when I was when I was brainstorming for mm-hmm. who I could, because I was like fifteen people. Okay, I need to get. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I think I, I put you on that list and Felipe and Kyle and all these different people I was gonna have. And they were talking to me. And I was getting excited. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. It's this big show and blah blah. It was right in Hollywood. It was gonna mm-hmm. be this big thing. 
And so she's telling me the entire scope of the thing. She's like, we need you for all of the rehearsal day, the day before, like from like 7 a.m. call all the way till like 9 p.m. We'll be there all day. And then it's a bit, and then, then we're going to have a morning rehearsal and then the, the shows in the, the evening that night. So you'd have a chunk of like three or four hours in the day. But basically two full days of work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, I was, so I was thinking, okay. Fi- so I'm starting to like figure out the numbers in my head of what I think this should be. Uh, so, you know, day rates for 15 people and stuff. And then like then the then all the instrument cartridge and then all the, you know, just all this different stuff. I'm starting to figure out what this would be. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, do you guys have any I- idea on budget? Or do you want me to like, do you want me to put all the numbers together and send you a quote? Or like, you know, what are you thinking? And she was like, budget? what <laughs> said budget like budget as a question and i had been on the phone with her for probably 40 minutes and oh she was telling me like God. all of her all of her plans and all this stuff you know you know all these things that she wanted to do and i was like as we're on the phone taking notes and like because i'm like this is a big thing okay yeah. this would be cool and yeah i'm like listing people i want on the, the thing and all this stuff and then and, and, like i had talked to her for probably 40 minutes and then um and then uh she goes budget you know and i'm like well, yeah, and I was like, "This is two full days of work for a lot of people, professional musicians." And and she's like, "Well, she's like, we really don't have it in the budget, but she's like, since you're leading everything, I could probably scrounge you up like a hundred fifty dollars." Oh my god! And I'm like, "You can scrounge me up a hundred and fifty dollars, like you know." And so I'm like, "Wow!" So I was just like, "I think," I, I just said, "I said okay, I think that." Um, I th- I was like I, I'm not sure that you explained or, or like what the project was to the person that recommended me, but I think what you're looking for is like a high school, you know, a high school student ensemble. Yeah. And she's like, "Are you kidding me? No, we're professionals and we need professional." And I was like, "No, I'm not kidding. I think that you need uh, student level people that want experience doing mm-hmm. shows, and that's what you can afford, you know." So I was I was like, "Let me know if you need number of like some college professors that you could call. If they have some you know, or some high school teachers." And she's she's and she was like I cannot believe like you're disrespecting me like this and I was like oh the feeling's mutual and I just hung up on oh her. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> audacity! Oh my god! Yeah, and I but like so I calmly got out of that situation, but then I was furious. Of course. For like the rest of the day, you know, I just couldn't even believe. to waste that forty minutes of your time. I know. I was like, gosh, I should invoice her for yeah, <laughs> like a lawyer. Like, what yeah. are these people thinking? I know it's just insane. It's like, and then she t- the, the audacity to say, no, we're professional dancers, and we, you know, like you know, but I'm like, well, yeah, what are you? trying to do yeah so it's insane well all of those people gosh. get your dang butt out of our faces that's right that is so right it's so ridiculous and this is it's a phenomenon I th- all of us musicians you know can can relate to it's absolutely like, and, and i think it's so important i'll go on my little soapbox for yeah. us as musicians to value our time and and what we've all the training and everything we put into it and not to undercut ourselves but others as well and when people t- try to take advantage of us, we're doing a disservice to the industry, to fellow musicians, to ourselves, to everything. And and it's I'm not saying be greedy, but there's there's a line. Yeah. And like you know, you can you know like when it when it's overboard and and it's just really important for all of us. I mean, we don't I mean there is a musicians union, but a lot of us are not in it. Right. And yeah we have to kind of union ourselves and be like, yeah. no, this is unacceptable. Yeah. It know? sucks whenever you hear, like when you see those things on those musician referrals, they're like, you know, Oh, seven services, you know, hundred dollar stipend for the thing or whatever. Sure, and, yeah, and, I, yeah. and so it's my, my, my instinct is I, I never say anything on, on those a lot of times. Cause I'm just like, I'm just going to start like a big fight. Yeah. But all I want to say is just like, no one do this gig. Help. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, please. Like everyone encourage no one to take this gig. This it, is insane. Like, exactly. It just promotes, you know, the mistreatment of musicians. And luckily many of us, are you know doing well with our careers but you know it would be it would be better if we could you know my god yeah have you ever had the the situation where you've quoted somebody and they've been like we're gonna go someone cheaper and then you and then you go okay let's 
I, I was being more than Bye. fair. Yeah. And then they go, and then, and then like a few weeks go by, and then you get a call. And, and like, and I guess, have you has that ever happened yes, before? Yes, for sure. Uh, well, we had to fire that guy because he actually couldn't read music or mm-hmm. couldn't do that. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Interesting. Interesting my, how that works. <laughs> so also, what happened in the last couple of weeks is my rates went up. Yeah. How <laughs> convenient. Like, yes, that's crazy. Because I was giving you a deal before. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's ridiculous. And it's so, uh, I just, I want everyone to value their themselves and their time. And like, we have to pay rent. We have to live. Yeah. And, and, well, just like they do too, which yeah. is why I don't understand. I don't understand people not want. It's like, why would you, would you do that? Exactly. Would you put it? You know, a, a and big also team take together? the time to break it down hourly. Sometimes yeah. that will also be like, oh shit, I'm making like two dollars an hour. When you think about, <laughs> yeah. you know, some of the stuff that yeah. they want. So it's like, yeah, I try. Yeah, so it's a, often a better idea not to break down the hourly yeah. wage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially as a drummer, when yeah. it's like oh. you have to like the load, the, the load in, in the and the setup time and, and yes. stuff. Yeah, it's yes. like, well, I'm making five dollars an hour yes. on this gig right now. Yes. It's like, uh. yeah. So just don't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, hey, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, we're coming to the end of the show. We still have a few more things to do, okay. but I think before we do any of that, we should play your last tune uh, that you brought. Yeah. So this is a tune called Mirrors. Yes. So Tell this, us about it. Um, this is a recording uh, of a dear friend of mine. His name is Vahagni. He's um, originally from Armenia and he lives here in LA and we went to CalArts together. Cool. Um, and he does kind of a fusion of Armenian music with flamenco and kind of a bunch of cool stuff. And he asked me to play on this album, um, Imagine Frequencies is the name of the album. And he has a bunch of great people on it. And he, um, he really, um, I don't know, he does really cool stuff with flamenco. It's a little different than what you normally are used to hearing. Um, and the song mirrors is myself on percussion. Um, the drummer is Gavin Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a bunch of great players. I'm, I'm the worst with names, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's just a fantastic album. The album is so great just to check out. It's called Imagine Frequencies. He utilizes, um, Buica. Uh-huh. Um, the, she's the singer from the Canary Islands. She does flamenco, but African stuff as well. Cause her family's from Africa. Oh, um, cool. and then he also has, um, a guy from capital cities. I can't remember his name. He's friends with him. And so he has a feature on this album as well. The song is not, but, um, yeah, it's just a great tune. It's kind of like a new, new way of looking at flamenco. I nice. guess. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's mirrors. Enjoy.
<laughs> amazing. Licks for days. Yeah, his like, he that guy can shred on the guitar. That's He's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really cool. Baller. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing so much music Aww, on this show. Thanks for letting me share. It is my favorite thing to do uh, is you know having artists on this show and then sharing their music and being like, look at how badass my friends Aww, are. That's <laughs> awesome. Cool. So I love doing that. Um, well, we're coming to the end of the show, like I said, and the last thing, I, the last question I ask uh, all my guests is mm-hmm. the same question, mm-hmm. and the name of the show is Ryan is super strong, mm-hmm. and so my question, and keep in mind there are so many types of strengths, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual, all these types, and um, but so my question for you at the end is always, hey, are you super strong? <laughs> <laughs> Huh. That's a, that's great. That's a lovely question. Um, I never said think about that. You know, oftentimes we sit, I unfortunately often focus on my weaknesses, like, oh, you need to get better at this and better at this. So I kind of like to try to sit and think about, am I super strong? Um, I mean, physically, lately I've been working out a lot. And so I'm like doing some stuff that yeah. I, I think I like deadlifted 145 pounds the other day. Yeah. So that's, I'm super strong physically. Yeah. I feel like it. Hell yeah. It's fun. I love doing it. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think that that I am. It's kind of a weird thing to say about yourself. No, I don't know. Sure. I feel like, like, I don't know if I should say. Well, I like that answer um, because uh, cause you're being honest, first of all. And it's and, uh, that uh, everybody answers this differently. Some okay. people are like, hell yeah. You know, and some people are like, no. <laughs> and some people go, you know, it's all different. And, and yeah. so, But I think the fact that you're thinking about it, the fact that you're, that you're thinking about different aspects of your personality and what might be strong or, you know, and, and also acknowledging that it's kind of silly to admit that you yeah. think you're strong. Or th- but it's good to admit. And, and, and I can easily say, yeah, Ryan, you're super strong or so-and-so. Yeah. But it's hard, like, to look at, look yourself, at yourself and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm strong. Yeah, you know? it's always easy to bash yourself before, so <laughs> before complimenting. So easy. It's like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I asked that question because, uh, you know, you never know. That's one of my favorite parts about podcasting is that you don't know who or why or when people are listening. Listening. Um, and but I so I think that you know I don't think anybody listens and relates to every single person I have on, sure. but somebody's listening that's relating to you and you know admires you and how you are the Aww. music that you do or stuff like that. So I always ask for a bit of advice for that listener or all my listeners mm-hmm. uh, for the week that they can use as kind of a mantra for the week until next week when the new, next mm. guest comes on. So do you have any advice that makes Cassandra super strong? <laughs> I always like to take the difficult road, Uh, sometimes to a fault, sometimes that doesn't always work, but I think doing, I I always like to do things that are a little outside of the box, I guess, more so than difficult, let's say outside of the box, um, than what people would think I should be doing, and that has led me to some of the the most incredible experiences of my life, and that sounds dramatic, but it's true. Yeah, sure. Um, And, you know, taking that trip or saying yes to that job or saying yes to that gig or going to that event, just even if I'm not feeling super social, like kind of taking that step out and step outside of yourself and and into new territory, the doors that can open that you didn't even realize existed can appear. And it's pretty dang cool. And I have a lot of a lot of times I have so many stories I can tell you one after another of where like, I don't know if I should do this. And then I went and did it and it changed my life. Yeah. So I think just stepping out and, and putting yourself in situations that you, that are unexpected that other people think are unexpected of you, but you also think are unexpected. Like yeah. something that you wouldn't normally do. 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. yeah and I think you, you you own it more when you have taken it, like when you've put a little skin in the game, you totally. kind of think, you know, totally. it's like if somebody buys you a car, it's like, oh, cool. I have a car. But if you work your ass off, save up every dollar, you know, get it or, you know, or whatever, it's like you have just a different type of pride. You Absolutely. Know, you own it and you feel so much better about having that thing. Absolutely. And you take better care of it and you think about it. So it's just one of the, it's, I feel like, so that's where my, my mind goes here in that advice. It's like, yeah, yeah just own what you're doing and yeah, it and don't pays try, off much yeah. bigger and don't try to follow the like the certain path too, like that sure. you think you should be doing especially if you're a musician yeah <laughs> forget if about you it follow You'll... a path that somebody has already laid out chances are you're not gonna exactly. <laughs> succeed at you all. have yeah. to forge your own path yeah and and you'll keep thinking you're in one path and then all of a sudden you hit a roadblock and you got to make another path and you have to make another you just have yeah. to keep forging your own your own way so yeah that's yeah. great advice um all right well the last thing the one of the last things we do is plugs so oh. people that like you I, want, I, w- I would love to hear you know your social media youtube videos oh, albums okay. people can buy okay. website whatever you know anything that you know if you have cool. uh, anything that you want to plug um well i have to plug my endorsement people because sure. they're awesome mm-hmm. um latin percussion lp they are the best the amazing instruments but also incredible human beings yeah. everyone there is just like amazing and i love them so much so um and also amplified timber which mm-hmm. is this uh system for miking the cajon and hector torres is like also an amazing human being <laughs> and makes an amazing product so i of course have to do that um uh, my instagram is um at cassiani eleni which is my name in greek um so, I have, I, whenever yeah. I see your the Instagram tag, I have no idea how to say it, and it's always like <laughs> Kessian. Yeah, I know it's always like confusing, but it's just like a fun. I like to utilize my name in Greek. You want to spell well. it for people to? Yeah, use? it's K A S S I A N I E L E N I. So Kessiani is my first name, and Eleni is my middle name. So oh nice. So just cool. combine them. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's my Instagram. I don't. I I'm not on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, my website is www.cassandracocosius.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Uh, check out Beat Mosaic. Uh, check out the video for Love Carries and like it and share it. And just, I, and it's more just like I just want people to be happy and listen yeah. to it. And, and Yeah, the message. Yeah, I get the message across of sharing that love. Um, yeah, those, that's that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, and Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music, as well as helped me with the bumper stuff. Uh, the Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan, and you can email us or go on Facebook at super uh, Ryan is super strong on either of those and be a part of the community. Um, also, if uh, you're a listener and you like the show, I would appreciate it hugely if you would go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show five stars and leave an insane uh, review because there, there's a ton of reviews on Apple Podcasts and they're all written seemingly by insane people, which is very mm. fun for me to read. Oh boy, <laughs> they're positive. They're all That's positive, great. You know? but. Uh, but it's it's just very silly. It's a very oh, silly read. So if you're bored and want to go oh, read check reviews, those out. five stars, <laughs> lots of goofy. Yeah, five podcast. stars help the show grow. Um, and thanks so much for coming over. Thank Cassandra. you so much for having it's me. Awesome it was to have such you. a blast. Uh, and awesome to share some of this cool music and everything yeah, too. Um, so okay, so the uh, the last thing I do on every show mm-hmm. is I talk to one listener or a group of listeners, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna start that again right now. Uh, this week, the people that I'm going to try to get to up their game in some way is, uh, I talked, I talked to you and mentioned you last week, but now we're one week away from April Fool's Day. And so who I'm talking to is the pranksters. I'm talking to you pranksters (laughs) because we're now six days away from a day, you know, a day of the year that a lot of people try to make people feel bad or stupid. And Hey, 
why don't you do something nice for people instead? I'm not a fan of pranks. I'm just not. I've never liked being pranked. I've pranked a few people back when I was young and it made me feel bad. <laughs> and I don't like that. And people don't like pranks. So instead of April Fools, why don't you be an April friend? The strength level is friendship and that's where we're going today. So don't, you know, if you're, if you're been planning now for weeks about how you're going to prank people, why don't we scale it back? Listen to the advice of someone like Cassandra Kokosius here. You know, take that advice, then go back in the archive of Ryan and Super Strong and listen to all the advice that my great guests have given. And if you do that, if you change your wily prankster ways, and instead lean towards friendship and being nice to people, <laughs> then maybe, just maybe one day, you might be super strong too. Just like Ryan. <laughs>